Welcome to the Information Entry Podcast, the show that combines science and comedy to explore the fascinating world around us. I'm your host, Mitchell. I'm joined by my co-host, Tom, more main host. But each week we delve into different topics from mysteries of the universe to the intricacies of the human mind. This week, we're cracking open a cold one and diving into the science of alcohol. Wow. From the chemistry behind fermentation to the effects of alcohol on the body and the mind. We'll be exploring every aspect of this beloved beverage. Uh, but don't worry, it's not all serious science. We'll also be sharing some hilarious anecdotes and jokes along the way. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Information Entry Podcast, the show where learning meets laughter. You can follow us on Twitter at Information Entry Pod, Instagram, Information Entry Pod. Uh, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever you get your daily or weekly or monthly dose of podcasts. Uh, and if you can, we appreciate you giving us a rating, whatever that rating may be. If it's a bad rating, please also give us some feedback so we can work on our deficiencies, if there are any. Um, also, yeah, slide, slide into our DMs if you've got any other feedback. You don't want to give us a rating. Happens yeah, all the time that works. now. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So yeah, this week we are we're talking about beers. I've got a cold one open. Yeah, you got a cold one cracked, ready to go. Um, <laughs> I, I do. I'm recovering from cracking too many cold ones. <laughs> uh, so you do not cracked. currently have a cold one cracked. Um, Isn't that like the way you uh, recover though? Is it like a bloody mary? Uh, it depends on the situation. So like, if I'm out and about and it's like festival, you know, you're at a festival or you're on a holiday and you just need to get mm. on with it. You just have a can in the morning, <laughs> and that sorts you right out. Um, but like when you have to like drive to uni and pretend to be professional and work in things, can't really do that. Yeah, who who goes to uni? Yeah, and, pre- and pretends to be professional. I know, uh, especially up here in Scotland, zero tolerance laws, so can't even can't even have a sip. Oh, is oh, okay. Yeah, I think I wish they did that down here. It makes it makes sense. Oh yeah. Even if you like, if you have a crash and you've had a drink, even if you've got any any in your any alcohol in your system in the UK, you're not you won't get done legally by it. But if you write off someone's car, the insurance will be like, you had you had alcohol. This is on you. Yeah. Paying out. Hundred percent. Which um, is a bit. So I get it. It's fine. Um, it forces mm-hmm. me to walk and cycle more which is also good for my health, right? Yeah, it is. It's just bloody windy all the time. Yeah, and cold. And cold. Yeah. Like, it's not just windy, it's windy and cold. Yeah, it's, it just sucks. Um, but I enjoy it here, it's alright, you get used to it after a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, what's your what's your cold one of choice? E- right, here you go. Hot summer day. Hot summer day. Um, oh. You put your hand into the fridge and you pick out anything. Yeah, where am I? Because this matters. Oh, I don't know. Ideal location. Insert ideal How? location here. Oh, so like in a, in a garden situation, like barbecue. Okay. That kind of. Yeah, yeah. That or like a big garden. I probably would have to go for... If they've got it... It's a magical fridge. Oh, it's a magical fridge. Okay, Anything so um, Rattler Berry on tap. So if the magical fridge is doing tap stuff, yeah, specifically on tap, yeah, yeah, um, that's that's my go-to. Or a Desperado. Fucking love, love a Desperado. See, I was gonna say Rattler on tap as well. Um, <laughs> no, not Berry though. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've found... only found one place with it on, with, with Berry on tap. Oh, okay. 
and that was in the deep deep Cornwall. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, the other thing I would have, which is absolutely gorgeous, and I've only found it up here, is a cider called Thistley Cross, and it's basically <laughs> whiskey infused cider. Oh, I can't stand whiskey. So that's, that's uh, me neither. Me, me neither. I hate whiskey. <laughs> But this is, oh my lord, it's so fruity, flavorful. It's a traditional Scottish cider as well. It's not just any It's traditional. The ni- one of the nicest ciders I've ever had. So if they had that on tap, I'd get that. There's like strawberry, edelflower, Scottish fruits. I'll just get the standard I one. What, I, don't, I don't know what fruits grow in Scotland. I can't um, imagine it's many. Thistles. That's a flower, <laughs> isn't it? Um <laughs> The, ber- the berries off a thistle. <laughs> Do they have berries? I don't know. Berries? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, blackberries? <laughs> Thistleberries. <laughs> seaweed? We have a lot of seaweed up here. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, yeah. Uh, controversial yeah, more, more, thought. More inside of it. Oh, maybe, maybe this is a fact. I don't know. I'll, I was going to come on to this later, but it, it's here now. Um, okay, controversial. In the UK, we have a horrendous relationship with alcohol. Yeah. Um, opening to the podcast, for example, we're cheering about our favourite drink. Um, is that healthy? God, I'm pretty what? sure if alcohol was discovered like now, it would be illegal. It's just because there's nah. so much money taken, like making off it, that it's not. Because I, I think we've said before, like, I would much like it would be so much more beneficial for society if like weed was in the place yeah, of alcohol this, this, you know what i mean <laughs> this is gonna be one of my later topics oh, okay. we can get into it now we, yeah we, yeah 100 like you don't drunk driving doesn't really happen on weed does it um well it does still wouldn't encourage it um i think the yeah, penalty you're is like the to same. Go quick that's what i'm saying like in terms of like what would happen is you're less likely to drive really quick like because like one of the things it's like a beer is uh, what can I say I'm not inhibition releasing but it kind of like takes off those locking mechanisms so if you drive quickly anyway you're going to be like yeah let's go Yeah. whereas with, with, with you know weed so I've heard you're kind of just like I'm just going to sit here and chill yeah Hopefully, you you're more likely to just car. get in your car than not go anywhere, yeah, <laughs> not per- go anywhere. <laughs> for sure that's a really nice feel on the steering wheel yeah. um mm-hmm um anyway um have you got any news before we dive into the uh i do i do have some news you know what i was thinking about other other like alcohols which i like i don't really drink much alcohol i'm gonna say that for for now i've been open up cracked open a cold one um purely because we were doing is an alcohol normally i don't drink during the week unless it's maybe like date night um okay how is that how is alcohol for you at the minute like is that intensified because uh what do you mean well at the end of last year right you uh were on some blood thinners um, oh yeah no i'm still, is I'm still that on easier blood does that like how does that affect alcoholness and getting drunk so i'd be careful because it if for some reason it makes me feel really iffy oh now now i'm on the blood thinners it's, it's, I, I talked to a hematologist and they were like no it's not supposed to be a thing but i'm like well, now that I'm on blood thinners, if I have like more than three rum and cokes, I feel dreadful the next day. Not just like, ah, oh, I'm hungover. Like, okay, this is like sickening. Um, so, but apart from that, it affects me quicker, I guess. Oh. 
that. Uh, but so now I I just have like one or two rum and cokes and then I'm sorted really. Yeah, oh that's uh, fair. Or my this is a uh, my my cheat code on a night out. Left it makes you piss a lot. Right but up, this, left this down, is right my, up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, B A enter. <laughs> up up down down left right left right B A enter. Yeah, is the Atari code. Tom, come on. I um, had an Atari. Sorry. Neither did I, but I know what the code is. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right. Cool. Because loads of, loads of other games use it as well. There's like, uh, I think... GTA. Ne- I used to know those Netflix, off, off my heart. I think Netflix uses it as well to get onto like genres. Like there's a secret menu that if you use up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, be enter. Or maybe your profile. I can't remember. It used to be a thing. Um, But I got into drinking like hard seltzers. Okay, what's that? It's just like alcohol water. Oh. Flavoured alcohol water. Um, and they're actually really tasty. There's some of that aren't tasty, but there's some of that are really tasty. Uh, and I found the brand that I like, and I can't remember. Like, like, it's like White Claw. For our American listeners, it's what White Claw is. It's a heart seltzer, which is just water and alcohol, um, which essentially is what all alcohol is, but it's, made, it's, it's more on the water side on the alcohol front. Okay. Um, and I... It was like, it was for someone's, uh, for, for, for a very a very dear friend's bachelor party. We went out and I was like, I'm going to do a test this evening. I'm just going to drink hard seltzer to see if I get hungover tomorrow. Um, so I drank it all evening. Needed a piss lot because it's just water. Yeah. Uh, but you do that anyway. But yeah, I woke up the next morning like, this is, this is fine. I feel good. Don't think they're like, I'm actually trollied. Which is a very Eng- <laughs> I know, I know, an English thing to say yeah. uh, for our international listeners. You just add like uh, an item or a thing before feed, and then if it's in a drinking sentence, it can be like, you know, yeah, just just show how smashed you got. Like, got absolutely gazeboed is another gazeboed one. Classic, yeah, yeah, absolutely like Um Yeah, it, it worked out fine because it you, it's the. Normally, when you have when you get hungover, that bad feeling is because you're dehydrated, and it's your brain like it need water. You starved me of water for a whole evening. So, yeah, yeah. Hard I, um, Way to go. You know, like, whenever I do ha- have a drink, and then I'm always like, okay, before I go to bed, I need to drink like a pint full of water or something like that. These, yeah, good practice. These uh, shake it, sneak shaker bottles, a perfect amount yeah. to drink before you go to bed. Um, yeah. And I didn't do it last Friday, and I had the worst hangover of my life. Yeah, I didn't get out of bed till like six p.m. Wow. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I assumed you meant six p.m. Yeah, that has never <laughs> happened. That was yeah. No, uh, you got to you got to do it. You got to do it. Uh, either I'm suddenly really getting old, or yeah, I just water important. Drink that before you go to bed. Yeah. Yeah, always. Or if you if you don't if you're not eating hearts, I got the mick taken out of me uh, a while ago because I would order Rome Weatherspoons and I was ordering a pint and a pint of water. Oh, that's that's, like, that's good to go. Why, yeah, yeah. Why, why are you ordering water? I'm like because I want to last this evening and I don't want to wake up dead tomorrow. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, we'll uh, go into maybe some why that works and the interesting reason why you struggle to remember things the, yeah the morning. this is crazy but uh yeah yeah say, I, well, we, I, can, I, we can circle back do you know do you know my my um my pillow 
fact. Oh yeah, of la- as of last week, which we've had great feedback about. By the we way, we have Ap- yeah. apologies to everybody that are horrified by that fact. But you know, buy new pillows. Um, whenever <laughs> I tell people the the reason why he like is blackout drunk, they get so surprised, and then they find it even more horrifying. Yeah, it's quite um, scary, really. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get on to what happens then. But my science news uh, about quantum computing. Oh yeah, we we have been you know leaps ahead. At this time, it's to do with shrinking error rates in quantum computers, which I didn't know was an issue. Um, but apparently, that's the new. As in, the error rates are shrinking, and that's a good thing, or they need to shrink. Yes. Some... Yeah. Well, a both. both. Okay. The error rates need to be shrunk because you know the quantum computers are rubbish if they throw errors. For sure, that tracks. Um, but that. They, they, some, some clever people have reduced. So, uh, <laughs> qubits. Do you remember what a qubit is, Tom? Absolutely not. No. It's a quantum bit. Okay. Right? For and a people bit. who still don't understand. I'm okay, asking for so a friend. A, a bit <laughs> is made out of, um, uh, you get, you, you know, this is, this is going all the way back to like first year. So a byte is made out of four bits. Five got that the right way around. Okay. Or eight. No, it's eight. Yeah, I'm sorry, it's eight because a nibble is, is four. <laughs> is it really called a nibble? Yeah, yeah. So originally... Okay, can, when, can we just provide some... Is it, so this is to do with information storage, right? Just for people yeah, who so this, really so are completely is, lost. Um, like the binary of like an on or an off signal okay so a bit is either an on or an off signal right it's a one signal. or a zero so a one or a zero when you're talking about binary yeah so eight bits make up a byte okay and then you know so forth that's why it's like one uh it's because it's you know um not uh to a 10 it's to a an eight Oh, so that's why um, it's like 32 and 64 system? bit system. Like that. Is yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, base, base 8. Yeah. Because not, it's not base 10, it's base 8. Um, yeah, that's why you've, you're in binary space 2, blah, 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 blah. All the way going forwards. Um, but when the guy originally was naming it, he actually didn't want it to be B-Y-T-E for a byte. He wanted it to be a B-I-T-E, as in like you bite something. Okay. So that's why he wanted the 4 to be called a nibble. Uh, because it's a smaller byte yeah he's not wrong <laughs> he's not wrong so quantum bits or qubits um that's the it's the quantum version of those bits okay I, i'm not going to get into how that works because that is beyond my technical prowess all you need to know is they're called qubits so if the qubits get mentioned is quantum bits um but they make up a quantum computer but they're very prone to mistakes that could render calculations completely useless if they're not correct, which we don't want to be. No. So to reduce the error rate, scientists aim to build a computer that can correct its own errors. So such a machine would combine the powers of the multiple fallible qubits into one improved qubit called a logical qubit. Right. Logical qubits can solve their own errors when they're making calculations. So they, they do loads of calculations really quick, and then they go... Ah, actually, even quicker, these 10 are wrong, redo them, 
these four are wrong, we do them, these two are wrong, I do them, and then so they get to zero. And they're like, okay, there's nothing wrong here. Well, that's good. Which is crazy to think about. It's but kind like, of mad it's to doing think about. The, it's doing the calculation, then marking its own homework. How, like, well, I guess it, is, it must be pretty trustworthy, right? It's, you, you've yeah. got to make it trustworthy. But uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what if, like, the AI, one time it's not right? You know, you get an error in machine, but you get errors in computers anyway all the time. That's true. They just they just run. You know, they don't break anything. They make them like some things run slower. But yeah, uh, I I, I realise I do this a lot with my coding. Is I go, it's kind of working. I'm not sure it's working exactly how I intended, but I don't want to check it. Um, so I just mm-hmm. assume it's working 100 percent correctly. Um, yeah. So I think that's what quantum computing should be like. <laughs> yeah i don't know why this works but it does don't question it exactly save this piece put it to one side and then work on it so if it doesn't just what the you're breaking, hashtag notes the backup. i don't know what other symbols you use to make notes in other scripts but uh it's hashtag an r uh don't know why it works but it is and then just next line the, carry on double hash in python i think okay i think you hash can also hash. do it in sql but you, you wouldn't i don't know why you would because sql is quite like descriptive okay that's good it literally starts with like, select this from this uh, as this. Okay, <laughs> well that's good. A self-notating pro, uh, language, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're just kind of at the start of this error correction. Um, it demonstrated like that it's possible. So this is the first step that they really prove that it's possible and that it fundamentally works. So from here, they're going to work on it. Uh, you know, yeah. ramping it up so it actually works. Well, I guess that's it, right? It's kind of the proof of concept before you can just uh, plug and play. Especially with quantum yeah. computing where it's quite limited, right, resource-wise. Um, not yeah. many of those flowing around for free access. No, I think it's Google's one they're doing on the quantum, Google Quantum AI. Ah. I think. Um, yeah. The thing being is when you start ramping up, if if you're just doing small calculations, the the error rate's low, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but if you're doing things like quantum computing, where you're using like astronomical numbers, then the error rate, you know, increases percentage wise with the size. So then you're getting way more errors. So I that's feel like quantum computing like... and all the calculations they're doing, like again, are numbers beyond our comprehension. You know, we've we've been down this road a few times thinking about the size of the universe and infinity and these kinds of things. You just can't wrap your head around it. Um, but, like, mm-hmm. why? Okay. Maybe we'll just have to do an episode on it at some point because I just don't understand. What, are they just calculating things to show that it can be done? Or are these calculations, like, informing com- computational processes? Because all we hear about is how these things are working and not the things that are being done on them. Uh, which is, I yeah. guess, how uh, conventional computers started out, right? Um, the science ahead of the time was, oh, look, this computer can do this calculation and beat this person at chess or whatever it is. And now we just use them to write future notes to ourselves. Um, things like that. So I guess that's where quantum computing is right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like when they would start out using um like anything, any new discovery. Yeah, they, they test the the boundaries of the new discovery before you know making things with it. It's fair. All right, maybe maybe we'll circle back to this at some point and uh, 
unconfuse ourselves. Yeah. Like, they're, they're just inventing it, really. And just worry, I'm not expecting, like, San Junipero to be happening tomorrow. <laughs> no, I'll give it a couple of weeks. If people don't know what San Junipero is, Black, ep- Black uh, Mirror. Mirror episode uh, that is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, maybe I'll have to go back and watch a few of those. I haven't watched them in a while. Yeah, there's some that are I I don't I don't rate rewatching. No, for sure. Because they like it's like a one and done. You know what uh, happens. Yeah, you know what happens. It kind of ruins the whole thing. Yeah. But San Jin and Perry is just like a could technically happen, and it's a nice story. Yeah, <laughs> which is weird for like good thought for, like, experiment Perry. as well. Kind of put yeah. you in there and be like, okay, so what do you think about it? Yeah. Um. Cool. Right, circle back around to, to alcohol, shall we? Malcolm Mahal. Malcolm yeah. Mahal. You got any facts? I do. That aren't I am depressing. on a streak. Um, <laughs> that aren't depressing. Yeah. Um, no. Oh, <laughs> I, do. I do. I have one that's not depressing. So, yeah. you know, well, in the UK, I don't know what it is like in other places, but we have the, like, a guidance for, okay, well, in England how much you're meant to allow to drink before you drive. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least there's a guidance between like your daily intake. And it's always different between men and women. And I presumed this was because just generally um, body structure is different, different sizes, different weights, these kinds of things l- was the reason for that. You know, maybe men are bigger, generally speaking. Um but it turns out there's, that that's not exactly why. Uh, if you took a man and a woman of the same body mass, um, generally the women typically have less body water and more body fat than men, which means that the alcohol becomes less diluted in the bloodstream and they have to get drunk a lot quicker. Right. More affected because um, a lot of their body water is stored up in body fat so it isn't there to dilute the alcohol that is in the bloodstream whereas in men um we just have a lot more body water floating around so we get drunk on we need more alcohol to get the equivalent amount of drunk for the same amount of body mass as uh female companions mm-hmm. um so yeah that, well, that was surprising to me but uh makes complete sense so there we go uh, the rest, though, are pretty depressing. The rest of my facts are pretty yeah, depressing. Yeah, same. Yeah. Same. Um, do you want to go with a depressing fact? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, worldwide, 3 million deaths every year result from harmful use of alcohol, which represents 5% of all deaths. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. All deaths. Is that, like, anything related to the consumption of, like, like even, like, chronic consumption right yeah or, okay or whatever, like so not as a result, death as a result, direct so is, result of res- being drunk yeah so this could be like car crashes wrecks you know liver failure these kinds of things liver failure. yeah that kind of thing okay yeah. chronic things as well that makes sense that's depressing um i'll see if i can one-up you okay okay i'm ready i'm ready a yeah. 2010 study ranking various illegal and legal drugs based on statements made by a worldwide drug harm uh, expert team found that alcohol was the most dangerous drug and the only drug that mostly damaged others 
it was found to be more harmful than heroin. Huh. At a societal, personal, and uh, intrasocial level. So with, uh, like, close friends and family. Nice. Uh, I'll link to this study. It is from The Lancet, so, you know... I mean, they haven't done anything that bad since back in the day. Um, the whole vaccine thing comes from this paper, this journal, sorry. Um, but yeah, published 2010. Seems It has a pretty decent ranking, to be fair. Um, and uh, the guy... The, no, uh, I, don't, I don't need to mention that. Yeah, anyway, interesting paper. I'll link to it, read it. Um, and that was a surprising fact for me. Hmm? That I said uh, it's just interesting paper, but that was a surprising fact for me. Like I know uh, alcohol is you know not the best thing, but for it worldwide to be considered more harmful than heroin, maybe that's an accessibility thing. But uh, still, yeah, that's that's it's a good yep. That's a good line of thought. The fact that people can just go to the shop and get it, and you know, getting heroin is pretty difficult. Yeah, never tried, so I wouldn't know. But I can I can't imagine where I'd go first. Fair, fair. Like, I've got no, got no ins. Got no, it's probably no for the best, to be honest. You don't want ins. <laughs> I don't know, like... Yeah, you have, have your contacts, options open. You know? Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, for sure. I can probably get on the dark, dark web. Oh, well, oh, yeah, you, you got an in, easy like, in. It's like Amazon to um, your door. Yeah. Apparently so, they've got really good customer service, I've heard. I've heard great things. Um, in in Swansea, so I went to university in Swansea, which is a yeah. fairly massive heroin problem. Um, yeah, I got offered heroin in a club once. Nice. Uh, turn that down. Obviously, okay, yeah, good. Good. Um, good obviously. Don't want to be doing that. But like, uh, yeah, it just like it's just so random. Is um, it like a freebie, or were they like offering to selling it? No, they were selling. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll definitely turn that down then. Yeah, definitely turn that down. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it's just uh, there. You go. There's your in. Just go to Swansea, mate. Yeah, but then you have to go to like a place where students are, and I don't like going to places <laughs> where students are. Why? Because I was uh, slightly older doing the student thing when the students were also there. Never yeah, again. Same. No, nah, never again. Um, so I was driving around St Andrews earlier. And I'd realised, I'd ne- even though it's a very tiny place, I hadn't been to the other side of town in a long time. And there were so many students. I went, oh, yeah, I am at like a, I am at a uni town. Yeah. Like my side of campus is very like, we're just on the beach and no one else comes down there unless you work in that building. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. it's quite easy to forget. Yeah. Students exist. Students do exist. Yeah. Damn them. Less students exist now. Really? I didn't know. Yeah, well, didn't. That's, that's, it's declining. Is it? Is that yeah. in the UK or worldwide? Uh, I think that's just UK statistics, but yeah, it's definitely declining in the UK. Um, you can't afford it. Yeah, well, and it's I mean, not, stupid it's not just having the that, degree. Max, that limit of nine grand or oh, whatever don't. it is. Yeah, it's so, so, so stupid. Like, conservative government, just fuck off. <laughs> like, so many things to cripple the next, like, generation... Like upping that did nothing for you. Just, just so fucking stupid. Um, but yeah, it's not. It's not just the that. It's also like they can't like live now at uni. They yeah. just can't afford to. Like they can't afford the rent because the rent 
isn't being capped for students. There's no regulations about that, which would have been, I don't know, good shout. Would have been um, a good shout. Like maintenance loan heating. ain't covering that anymore. Heating. Yeah, like, just the cost like of maintenance loan ain't covering the heating, just cost of food, all that sort of jazz. And it's That's so stupid as well. Like, can't, in can't in my it. opinion, like, okay, you get a maintenance loan depending. So for those of you who are not in the UK and don't know how it works, you go to uni, you get given a loan to pay your uni fees. Uh, which for most universities is £9,000 a year. And I know compared to America, that's not a lot, but um, yeah, sucks to suck. Then um, you, it, depending on your parents' income, you can also get a maintenance loan that's meant to cover your like cost of like just being able to buy food, live and rent and heating and electricity and gas and these mm-hmm. things that Mitch just mentioned. Um, and that's based on your parents' income. And that just assumes yeah. that they're going to help you, which, you yeah. know, you hope that they would, <laughs> but that's just yeah. not always how it works. So even if you had a really bad relationship with your parents and they're like, just get out of here, we're not helping you, but they earned a certain amount that meant you didn't get a maintenance loan, you would be royally screwed if you actually wanted to further your education. So yeah, yeah, stupid system. It's it's gone up by the way. I'm not sure if you you know follow how much it costs to get a degree now, but it's no longer nine thousand. It goes up with inflation, and they can up it. No, by like two, two hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, my my I think my second year or my last year was nine thousand two hundred and fifty. Oh, was it? Like oh, yeah, my way that I got out of using my parents' um, salaries was that I proved that I was self-sufficient and had a salary for three years before I came to uni. Oh, of course you did, yeah. I did, and then I got the max. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, not now. Oh, I got crippling student debt now. (laughs) The maintenance grant, is that one you have to pay back? Yeah, yeah, you have to pay all of it, mate. Um, If I got one, I don't have to pay back. uh, I got an extra one because um, oh. I was on a single parent income going apply, yeah. applying for uni um, so there was an extra one I can't remember what but I, it wasn't an amazing amount but I don't have to pay that back yeah so but everything else yeah you do what what grinds my gears is the fact that they can put like 6% interest on it oh it's mad and that's it? and that's before you finish your degree so as soon as you pay your first year yeah you, you pay you technically you pay monthly um, not monthly, three monthly because it's done in uh, terms. Is it quarterly? I thought it was three well, months. Three months is quarterly. That's you know, twelve divided by four is three. Yeah, but you don't pay over summer, so you don't. Oh, okay. You'd be paying like a tri semester scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Um, so, but as soon as you stop paying the first month at six percent interest, boom, 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 starts starts yeah. racking up. So by the time you finish, you're actually looking. I think mine. This is to like shock people. <laughs> Mine was, I think, I'm paying off now a little bit, a little bit month, a little bit. Uh, but it was like seventy five thousand pounds. It's a lot, isn't it? Like all in, yeah. I think mine must ridiculous. be around that, but I refuse to look at it because it's so depressing. Um, I think the last time I looked, it was like fifty something. <laughs> uh, but that's definitely yeah. gone up. Hundred percent, that's gone up. Yeah. Um, now, this may seem like a random tangent, 
But uh, if you've been to uni in the UK or you are a UK-based person, you will know that half the reason you go to uni is for the social slash drinking life. So this is connected. Um, and especially when I was in Italy, this was a massive shock for people. We have a very American-style university system in in this sense. Like half the reason... Well, not half the reason. Actually, coming from Swansea... <laughs> Uh, some of the people I knew literally only went for the parties and the clubbing and the let's mess around for three years and get a, a degree off the back of it rather than going for the degree itself. Mm-hmm. Um, in Europe, at least in Italy, it doesn't work like this. You go for studying. There's way too much to do. Um, of course, there, there are parties and you meet people and you go out and you do things as well. But like for at least half the university advertisement in the UK I swear has to be around like the nightlife and the drinking life and things uh, like anymore. that no 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 not the latest latest generation blast mate not drinkers oh that's I good I don't care about that oh, they, good they, for they them bust. so uh, and this change then? happened around the time that I went so um, back when Grace at uni they had something called Battle of the Block okay did you have Battle of the Block when you were at uni? Uh, she was Cardiff, right? Yeah. Maybe? So you, you should be... So essentially, <laughs> there was dor- dorms, different like dorms, if you call them dorms, but like resi- halls of residence is what they're called in the UK. So you'd have your halls, yeah. and then there'd be different halls in like one city, and they're like massive blocks where you rent a room, and then you're in a flat with like six other random people, and that's your hall's residence. Battle of the Block would be like the different halls of residence go against each other in like drinking competitions, like water fights, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, and essentially, I think it got not. I think anything got banned, but they just didn't allow it. Right. <laughs> it wasn't straight up like you're banned from doing this. It's like yeah, we're not just not going to prove it because it's not the right uh, image that we want to portray as a university. For sure, <laughs> I get that. Yeah, um, that's fair. Um, yeah. So what are kids doing these days? Uh, it's more like social things, just like you know, Being not drinking alcohol, but yeah, just you know, just what's, going what's for like about? societies and things. Don't do me, start mate. Don't know, don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I can't talk. I joined like the game gaming society. Yeah. Um. Their one of their first socials was uh, pub golf, which I oh, proceeded to absolutely smash them because they were they were flimsy weak nerds, and what? I was oh. a seasoned drinker. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's your years of Modern Warfare 2 lobbies paying off for you there. Right? Still repressing those memories. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah. So that's what they're doing. Okay, fair. Uh, do you know what? Good for those people. I'm glad they are not uh, following on the uh, yeah. the drinking ways. So this, this, <laughs> I got not like, not flack, but like shock and horror murmurings in a, in a, in a work meeting because uh, they were shocked that I was just like, yeah, I don't like wine. Full stop. <laughs> they were like, how can you not like wine? Bunch of, there's a few, a lot of boomers in there, but some of them are not all boomers, <laughs> but they're, they're like, how can you not like wine? I'm like, because I've never, never drank a good wine that, that I've, I've drank and been like, oh, you know what? Fancy another glass. I've gone, right, I need to get through three of these and then I'll stop tasting them. Uh, um, okay. I get <laughs> but, what you mean. It's not what I'll drink to like relax. But it does pair uh, yeah, well with food like, very nice. Oh, yes. Mm, it's quaffable. And I'm like, no, it is. It it tastes like it's a red wine. It tastes like vinegar. 
white wine if it's a dry white i hate all drinks that are dry but getting back to what is alcohol because we've tatted we, we have now 35 minutes absolutely massively uh um, here. yeah well it's all about it. you know society how society sees it now we're all yeah. talking about what it actually is um, um i'm just gonna say ethanol that's fair yeah that's fair we'll just knock it out of the park with that yeah i mean that's one of the alcohols the main one it is the one used in alcoholic drinks definitely yeah so that's, the that's one that we I'm, use one, as a know. depressant and recreational drug because that's what it is um it's just disguised in like beer and mm. wine and so what the, the comparison always makes me like laugh because people who are like really into their their drinks but are like ah oh, you should never smoke weed or anything like that they're always surprised to find there's like different strains of weed yeah and it's like oh yeah you get in your vanilla pancake indica or whatever it is and they're like yeah, oh that sounds so stupid and it's like okay yeah but you're drinking like <laughs> peach <laughs> peach gin like what is that uh what no is offense peach, people who peach like snaps. peach gin like yeah I... peach snaps is a traditional drink though i found out yesterday or the day before um yeah but australian is still a ridiculous drink. Oh, clue. yeah no, it, yeah, is, yeah yeah it tastes good though um, it does. But yeah, found, ridiculous. And I know, and I know, like the exploration of new alcohol flavors is the thing now. But it's always so funny when those people are like, "Well, how can there be different strains of weed? It's a plant." I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Go go drink your your peach schnapps and complain about it. Anyway, cool. Um, being, alcohol, being a bit more specific and sciencey here. Yes, we'll, we'll, we'll turn the science is. tap on. Um, it is one uh, of the oldest and most commonly consumed drugs. As well, uh, as well that's what I heard. Ah, okay. Yeah. Which makes sense. Like, yeah, because all you, all you do is like you get some like fruit and vegetables. Yeah. You add some sugar and you let it, you know, ferment. You let it ferment, and, and it produces means... ethanol. Yeah, and I'm, that's you know, what's crazy to like, me. Oh, fermenting! It's literally like just letting. <laughs> a thing sit in a dark corner for a long time it's all fermented it's just years. like controlled mold uh, yeah it's but, just you know, a sugary eat... mold really right I found I think I'm not sure if this is true we'll have to check this later but apparently if you eat too much blue cheese you can have hallucinations oh really just ferments in your yeah. stomach does it uh, it's something about it because it's got the the mold in it yeah so it's something to do with the mold yeah okay so Tom Yes. Alcohol actually refers to a class of organic compounds oh, that contain yes. one or more hydroxyly yep. group attached to, attached to a carbon atom. Yeah, so um, take us back to organic chemistry. Imagine you have an organic chemical, and all of that means, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, is a molecule that has a carbon backbone. Correct. I don't know why I'm asking. I don't know why you're asking. Oh, okay. This geezer. Um, I didn't do it. Yeah, that's fair. So, <laughs> chemistry. For some reason, we do a lot of organic chemistry that is just carbon-based molecules, and I guess that's because yeah, we yeah. are carbon-based molecules. And in a well, wait, we're humans. We are carbon-based organisms, so it makes sense that a lot of things are carbon-based. You could have a double bond to an oxygen with one hydrogen on that oxygen and that is an alcohol group yeah is that correct yeah 
Yeah, different types of alcohol groups. Yes. What are those? Mm. I don't know, mate. Oh, I looked at me. a couple. Ah, oh, uh, so sh- tell us, tell us some more. Uh, ethanol is one of only several types, and it's the one that most people are um, familiar with. That's what's in your beer. That's what's in your wine. It's all the same ingredient. It's ethanol. That's what makes uh, gives you the good time on the weekends. Uh, you've got another one which is called isopropyl or isopropanol um, this is moderately more toxic than ethanol um, but unlikely to cause any serious harm and then you've mm-hmm. got methanol which I'm pretty sure most people have probably heard of or come across at some point um, and it's profoundly more toxic and that just means I mean alcohol is toxic it makes you feel weird um, that's all this toxic thing is but Mm-hmm. If you were to drink methanol, uh, it would kill you in as little as yeah. two to three teaspoons. Yeah. So when we were at school and we got <laughs> yes, I was about to bring some. this up. Oh. <laughs> Do you, the 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 great stomach pumping incident yes. when someone drank it of two thousand and six yeah. seven. <laughs> yeah, the stomach pumping incident of two thousand and seven. Uh, it must have been year I nine. Can't, I can't I can't name names. No, because people that we know listeners, but they but they also know the people that listen that we know also know who it is. But essentially, methanol was given out to to kids to burn stuff to see the color of the burn. Yeah. Is that it? Uh, wasn't um, it ethanol? Think, but just pure ethanol? I, I think it's pure, pure ethanol. Yeah. So um, it's still not great. Which, we, yeah. And then someone was like, <laughs> alcohol, neck. And then was like, <laughs> not not well. And then everybody said the car and they had to go no, and have, have uh, their stomach pumped. Yeah. That was... Which, <laughs> oh, kids are stupid. <laughs> Mm. Kids are just stupid. Kids um, are stupid. Well, do you know what? He's only going to do it once, isn't he? Well, that's true. Uh, he was okay <laughs> in the end. In the end of things. Um, yeah, that was. The thing is, I don't want to say funny because it wasn't. It could have been very serious. But it's one of those things, and it's like, okay, the person basically dared themselves to do a shot. Like it didn't take much convincing. Yeah. Of no. to themselves, <laughs> and it's kind of like, why? Why have you done that? Um, yeah, yeah, but I guess that's being a teenager, right? Uh, stupid oh, things happen. Hundred percent. But it, like I said, you're gonna do it once, and that's it. Um, and I nearly ran into this when we were doing the the rum experience. Oh, okay. Because if you don't know how uh, selling rum works, is you put all of your your if what's it like your, your chocolate, and if you're using that and um like your herbs and your spices into a big copper kiln uh, and you whack it up to, a, you heat it up to a certain temperature and after a while you, it then comes out the top and starts dripping off. The The first uh, 100 mil you don't take because it's like, imagine like crude oil, you've got different things at different layers. Yeah, okay. Uh, the first 100 mil that's you don't take because it's like, that's, that's like... That's one hell of a reference. You just pulled out the bag there. Nice. Oh, okay. Well, if, if people don't know, when you're doing crude oil, <laughs> depending at the like 
the level that you take away at when you've got it in the big kilns, you get different things, like different uh I just got qualities. a pure flashback to year nine chemistry <laughs> and the exact picture in the textbook yeah. of like fracking yeah, yeah, yeah. and distilling yeah, yeah, fra- yeah. oil. Like holy just oil. Wow. Yeah. It's like it's like a yellow container, yeah. isn't it? Um, and it's, it goes, goes like red at the bottom and it goes lighter as it goes up and the different tubes come yeah. out at different yeah, yeah, yeah. temperatures. Oh my lord. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you get diesel like close to the top, but right at the bottom you get like the, the pure like tar but like rum's the same so the first 100 mil uh of rum is like pure ethanol and you don't want that because it makes it incredibly strong so you like you drain that off then you once that goes you then switch out uh and then the bottom's the same it's like pure alcohol Uh, okay so and they were like oh have a taste and i was like no (laughs) i don't want to have a taste because i know that's gonna suck you've Um, learned from other people's stomach pumping mistakes yes yes Valid. Yeah. Absolutely. Valid. Valid. Absolutely valid. Yeah. Um, but, uh, coming back to what is alcohol. Alcohol, if you didn't know, is actually a, a psychoactive substance. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like psychoactive gives an impression that it's like LSD or mushrooms, you know, quite a trippy thing. But all it means, right, is it affects the brain, technically. It, it has the ability to alter mood, perception, behavior, and consciousness. Which is true. Of not just the brain, the brain and the nervous system. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we've been on quite like a drug-heavy topic thing in the past few weeks. And like, just, it's so surprising to me, like how these things entering the body affect the nervous system and the brain. And like, it's such a weird thought. Um, I don't know why. Like, where else would it mm. affect? It's just like it just seems like such a specific thing that these substances target. Again, like with the parasites, right? How specific they were, but on like yeah. a molecular level. Like, who was the first person to ferment something by accident and go, "That ain't going to waste. I'm having that," and yeah. uh, just end up a bit drunk, like, or too much, and then someone went, "Yeah, but if I had about half of what he had, I'd be having a good time right now." <laughs> like how did this happen you know yeah. oh dear yeah sorry carry on um i don't know that's it just saying like that that's what a psychoactive substance is and it's weird how normalized it is as we were saying earlier compared to something like weed yeah um drago I, bloody drago so, bloody drago <laughs> um i looked a bit how alcohol specifically uh affects the brain Okay. And the yeah. neurotransmitters involved in that. So neurotransmitters, for those of you who are new to the show or haven't explored this yet or haven't listened to our other drug episodes, um, basically the way that your brain communicates between the different cells in the brain is it will release uh, chemicals, molecules called neurotransmitters. They leave one place, they arrive at another place and attach to like a lock and key mechanism. And that basically sends information around. Now, alcohol enhances the activity of a very specific neurotransmitter called, and I'm gamma. about to butcher this, butcher this, gamma amino butyric acid, or GABA. 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 Yeah, GABA, GABA. GABA, GABA. Also, um, uh, glutamate systems as well. Okay, there we go. And, mm-hmm. it's, and this uh, neurotransmitter is inhibitory, which means when it, it takes the place of the neurotransmitters that should actually be there and stops the actual ones from attaching to the right place and sending the information. 
So the information still gets sent, but it gets sent at a slower rate. And that's why alcohol is a depressant. It stops information transferring around your body as quickly as it would. For example, if you've got your hand on a stove or in a fire by accident, when you're not drunk, you'll pull that away pretty quickly. When you are drunk, it will still be pulled away fairly quickly, but a lot slower than if you weren't drunk. Because the information yeah. just doesn't travel from your hand to your brain and then from your brain back down to move your hand as quickly. Yeah, that's why things like... Um and this response is like beer jacket yes the your skin isn't transmitting the knowledge of temperature yeah <laughs> so as quickly so that is like and that's that isn't even a slowing that's just like a complete like stoppage of yeah, the transmission right um yeah. so instead of telling you how cold you actually are it's just like yeah well i'll transmit some of this but not the 100 percent of the coldness i'm feeling yeah, uh, which is why some people get hypothermia um, when they're on nights out. Um, we have a, a friend that nearly died. Did we? Yeah, that she. Was a <laughs> Did you? Did we? Um, I think she. I think she f- really drank on the night out. Got home, couldn't get in. Uh, fell in the p- a pond in the back garden. Then uh. couldn't get in the house. Went to like lay down on the back doorstep, and then like. Five minutes later, I think her mum felt like something was wrong and found her. But if oh, she wow. hadn't, it could have been absolutely disastrous. Yeah. That's uh, that's not great. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad uh, they're okay. But, you know, apparently, weed is worse than alcohol. <laughs> uh, so they say. Um, at the well, same time... What are you going to do on weed? Like, OD on, like, eating? Well, it's possible oh, to OD get, on get, weed, get, isn't get, it? No. I thought it was. No, that's the joke. What? You can't OD on weed. That's what I'm that's, saying. That's it's the... impossible. Oh, sorry. I thought you said it, it is. Po- it. Sorry, you said that quite quickly. I thought uh, you said it's so, possible. Yeah, I'm mumbling. No, it is uh, I said it's, it's impossible to OD it on is weed. Yeah, impossible to OD on weed. Yeah, um, you can OD on alcohol. You can. Yeah, po- you get poison him. Yeah, yeah. poison him. Tragic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> on that. Yeah. All the kids back when I was like. You know, going through it. There was something called uh, a gas chamber. Oh, yeah, I've done those. Which, which referred to making a chamber of... Uh, you burn alcohol under a like a glass and it makes a gas chamber and then you breathe in the air. Yeah, it's a horrific naming convention, um, unfortunately. Um, oh, I don't know. It just refers to the gas chamber as well. Yeah, I thought. That, that's I true. I didn't think it was like, referring to anything. Um, but yeah, you have like what a really high percentage alcohol shot glass yes. you set yeah. it on fire and turn a glass upside down on top of it to catch all the fumes yeah you take that glass off down the shot and then using a straw suck out all the air oh, inside the, the upside turn well. glass um, yeah and basically and why, yeah why is that so stupid Tom? well one the air is just then full of the air that you're breathing in is just full of alcohol so you're getting and fire uses up oxygen right so yeah. What you're then breathing in is essentially a full breath of air with zero oxygen in it. So that's mm-hmm. not great. Yeah. Secondly, the amount of alcohol that's then in the air and you're breathing directly into your lungs. Now, you've got to think about how alcohol works, which we've not explained uh, 51 minutes into the show. Basically, 
a buildup of alcohol in your system, in your bloodstream, is basically just about blood alcohol levels in the bloodstream. Yeah. So 20% of the alcohol you absorb is absorbed in your stomach. The 80% that you absorb after that is absorbed in your small intestine. Um, and then anything that doesn't get absorbed in there isn't absorbed into your bloodstream. Yeah. But if you inhale alcohol into your lungs, bearing in mind your lungs are purely designed to move gases across the blood-air barrier, um, mm-hmm. you're going to just get drunk so quickly. Yeah. And because the- you set the thing on fire, you don't actually know how much alcohol you're intaking in that breath. I guess that's yeah. the dangerous thing as well, right? Yeah, so the the hyper-dangerous thing is when you're drinking alcohol normally, if your body gets to a state where it's like, this is too much, it'll, it'll start kicking off and you oh, throw yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, that is a natural defense mechanism for like, you have Poison. poisoned yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's get this out. But if you take it in by gas or eyeball, if you've ever done that, yeah, what well, shot vodka through the eyeball? That's that's even stupid. That's even more ridiculous because it dissolves your eyeball. Yeah, um, uh, that that you run into that. Like, there's no. That's it. That's when you get a high risk of poisoning. Yeah, uh, is because you can't throw it up. You got there's no way of you getting it out of your body apart from you know waiting and hoping for the best. Yep, pretty much. Which which is which is bad. It's pretty bad. bad. Yeah, it's pretty horrific. Um. I've got a couple more brain brain things going on here. Yeah. yeah. So uh, alcohol will also inhibit the activity of glutamate, glutamate, sorry, which is another neurotransmitter that you you mentioned uh, before. Yes. And that's the excitatory neurotransmitter that stimulates the nervous system. So again, yeah. leads to the characteristic or like drunk things of cognitive and behavioral impairments, because essentially it's stopping your brain functioning. Uh, with relation to cognitive and motor control. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's great. Um, sometimes you feel happy Tom. though. What, sorry? Terrify them. Terrify them. Oh no, this, this is you. you. You've been waiting for this, so I'm not going to steal oh, your thunder okay. here. Go go for okay. it. Yeah. Well, on the on the back of your the neurotransmitter and the GABA and the glutamate systems, um, it also disrupts the consolidation of memories by interfering with the transfer of information between the the short-term and the long-term memory storage which is your hippocampi if i've got that right the front bit yeah uh well is that no your front bit's your motor cortex hippocampus is uh more towards the back okay because the guy we talked about the guy that had the um who had didn't have his name disclosed or the woman that had the rebar through it oh yeah make memories um, well, that, the hippocampus is a complex brain structure embedded deep into the temporal lobe. Um, it's basically, so the hippocampus is one of the older parts of the brain, and it is right at the base of the brain, kind of overlaps with like your throat area, like just above that. Do you know what I mean? Well, the, f- the front or the back? Uh, in middle. Dead center. Oh, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead center oh, like of the brain. If, like if you the go brain like stem. straight up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the brain stem so, area. Essentially, what happens is it it alters the the activity of the, the neurotransmitters in the brain. That's to do with like consolidation of new memories. So you'll have those memories in the short term, like they do normally. But then what will happen on the, in, a, in a regular brain is that will be transferred over to your long term memory storage. 
So what essentially when you say you're getting blackout drunk and you wake up the next morning like, oh, I can't remember, blah, 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 blah. It's not that you can't remember. It's that those memories were never made in your brain. Yeah. It's like... Ever. It's like you're watching... It's like you're making a video on your phone and you forget to press the record button. Like your eyes are seeing Ooh, what's that's happening. that's good. Yeah. But yeah. it's just not being transmitted to storage or it's trying. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Right? It's yeah, trying yeah. to be transmitted to the storage, but uh, it's like your phone, that part of your screen just doesn't work. And mm-hmm. uh, all the neurotransmitters are being blocked from sending that information. Uh, I'm quite proud of that analogy. I just came up with that on the spot. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll be here all week. <laughs> the remaining four minutes, if anyone needs analogies made, hit us up. DMs are fine. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's quite scary um, to think about it like that. It's like you, you've you put so much something, whatever it is, poison, essentially, uh, good time molecules into your brain that it just stops transmitting the information around um which yeah a lot of people don't know about and i feel like is that something that should be taught in school not as like a scare tactic because that that never works anyway but just like a hey look this is this will make you listen mm-hmm. i maybe it wouldn't at that age anyway so maybe it's pointless but no I think it was. is interesting um slash scary <laughs> so that's absolutely terrifying <laughs> slash terrifying well at least yeah. um the brain slightly recovers like those uh, molecules get broken down so in the morning <laughs> you can start remembering the blistering headache you're currently suffering through because you forgot to drink water before you went to bed um <laughs> alcohol does make people happy though sometimes and that's because it stimulates the release of dopamine which, as we've spoken about before, is the brain's reward center. Essentially, mm-hmm. cocaine we spoke about a few episodes ago, and it's just a completely exaggerated version. Um, but basically, what alcohol will do was increase the release of dopamine. So you'll be like, oh, yeah, this was a good time. I'll do that again. And then your brain gets uh, used to the elevated levels of dopamine. So then your brain goes, okay, this is the new normal. So I'm going to stop treating this as a reward which means you end up drinking more to get the same feeling and that just spirals uh, and obviously this of course leads to addiction and uh, one of the mm-hmm. things that can lead to cravings and addiction of course we know addiction isn't that binary anymore um, yeah. but that's one of the things that can also contribute to, uh, to tolerance like where is your tolerance level at you know why do you feel good after one beer and then a month later it takes you like four beers you know dopamine system is one of those things and also your liver's ability to process uh the alcohol out of your blood which i learned today your liver can only process about one drink an hour yeah which so that's was surprising why, uh doctors when they say you, you need to give your liver 48 hours after a major drinking session to actually recover before you go in again so it fully can clear itself with like yeah. water um it's again another reason why the pint of beer pint of water thing works so well is you're giving it a lot of water to filter itself with but also you're delaying the amount of alcohol it's having to filter out right mm-hmm. um so yeah that's uh that's what i've got on the brain and that pretty much brings us up to an hour unless you've got anything else you would like to uh speak about 
No, I think that sums it up quite nicely. Waffled a bit about. Yeah, slightly cool. less uh, scientific <laughs> this week, but well, that's the way it cr- that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Uh, we wish yeah. you want some science in, and we'll be back next week, of course. So, thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, yeah you can share it. Now. If, even if you want, just want to don't want to share it to anyone, just copy the link. That counts as a share because they don't know you haven't. Oh, sent is it, it on. just like Control C? Uh, or like, if you yeah, go to like, like the share button and then just click <laughs> copy yeah. link, you don't even have to mm-hmm. share it. It just thinks you've sending that to someone. Because why wouldn't oh. you? Uh, why, why, you, would, why would you, why would you not, not share us? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. If you want more fun science and us talking about absolute bollocks, you can head on over to TikTok and Instagram, which is at InfoEntropyPod, Twitter, Information Entropy Pod, and of course, if you can give us a rating, like, a shout out. Uh, leave us on for your dog something like that that'd be absolutely wonderful and of course mm-hmm. if you are enjoying the show or hating the show get in touch as uh, we'd like to make the viewing experience more pleasurable for everyone involved right yeah anything else yeah. Uh, for you there no that's, that's well, well wrapped up Tom good Sick. job <laughs> cool we'll catch you guys next week then peace Ciao for now.